0: Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello friends, pro-life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our time of prayer and delving into the Word of God. Great to have you with us. Feel free to leave your prayer intentions in the comments because we all want to pray specifically for one another, and we always welcome you to do that. So today we've got um, the Catholic Church honors uh, Nathaniel uh, in the Scriptures. Uh, We're going to read uh, about him in the Gospel of St. John, Nathaniel also known as Bartholomew, one of the apostles, and uh, we will, uh, well, let's see, we will read that scripture passage after we give an initial prayer here, and uh, let me just get the the right page here. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, we thank you and praise you for those that you have called to be teachers of the faith, witnesses, apostles, martyrs, confessors, those who, by their words and their deeds, by their sacrifices and by their faithfulness, hand the gospel on to us. Lord, we have been entrusted with a gift. It came from the hands of your Son, Jesus Christ, passed along down through the centuries, from the apostles to their successors and down to our times, and we treasure this word this deposit of faith this this gift of truth and grace and we ask that we be faithful to it that we live it that we allow it to change us and that we proclaim it and teach it that all the nations may become your disciples and may carry out all that your son has commanded us we pray through christ our lord amen okay so the reading today from the Gospel of John, as I mentioned. And we read there in uh, the first chapter, actually, Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law, and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. But Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Okay, three words from this passage, brothers and sisters, that I want to impress upon you today. Come and see. Come and see. This is good advice. It overcomes our prejudices. It overcomes divisions that are unnecessary in our world, in our nation, in our church, in our families. Come and see. The invitation to encounter another person And to allow that experience of encounter to destroy your ill-conceived preconceptions. Come and see. See for yourself. Experience the person that you might think you know. You may realize and admit that you don't know, but you form your own ideas about them anyway. God has given us here through the words of, uh, of Philip. And remember, it pertains to Jesus. Nathanael, Philip wants Nathanael, who becomes Bartholomew, to experience Jesus. Isn't this really what we all try to do when we announce the gospel? I mean, if we've experienced Jesus, Then we want to say to others, come and see, come and learn from experience what it's like to encounter God, to encounter the Savior, to let him heal you, to let him forgive you, to let him console you, to let him teach you, to let him put his spirit and his law within your heart, to lift you up, to seat you in the heavenly places, to let you be born again. Come and see. So many people think they have an opinion about Jesus. They don't know the first thing about him. But they may form a negative opinion. This is prejudice. Now let's see how this po- plays out here specifically and then apply it to different things in our, in our lives. Nazareth was about 55 miles uh, north of Jerusalem. And during the time of Jesus, the people um, looked down on it. They didn't have a very high opinion of Nazareth, and that's reflected in uh, Nathaniel's comment here. Can anything good come from Nazareth? That is classic prejudice. It's racism. That somehow you take a whole group of people who because of their identification or some characteristic that they share, in this case coming from Nazareth, you put a negative judgment on that person by association. You don't know the person. Nathaniel didn't know Jesus. You don't know anything about the person. But because they're from Nazareth, you have low esteem for them. There's something bad about them. Racism, classic racism. Because they're black, you think bad about them. Because they're white, you think bad about them. Because they're Asian, because they're Hispanic. Because whatever, fill in the blank. It's not fair to the person because you haven't come to see You've given yourself no opportunity to learn about the person, or the group for that matter, or the city, or the organization. And you've given them no opportunity to show you who they are. Now, building on this a little bit, Matthew's Gospel says in chapter 2 about Jesus, He shall be called a Nazarene. Now this is an interesting uh, Quote from Matthew. Remember, Matthew was writing his gospel to a Jewish audience, and so he would go out of his way from the beginning of his gospel to the end to show how everything that Jesus said and did and suffered and, and it was a fulfillment of the Jewish prophecies and the scriptures and the Jewish law and everything else. But there isn't a prophecy that says that Jesus would be from Nazareth. So when Matthew says he shall be called a Nazarene, a likely meaning of that is he is going to be looked down on just like the people in Jerusalem looked down on Nazareth and everyone who was from there. He shall be called a Nazarene. In other words, like Psalm 22 says, or Isaiah 53, he was scorned he was despised a man of sorrows acquainted with grief can anything good come from nazareth and of course god answered that question right the savior himself came from there for paul writes to the corinthians god chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise god chose the weak things of the world To shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things. God chose the despised things. And the things that are not to nullify the things that are. Never give in to prejudice. Instead, come and see. Reserve judgment. Don't think you know about what you don't know. Come and see. This is a fundamental principle of fairness, a fundamental principle of respect, a fundamental way to avoid unnecessary divisions and conflicts, and to avoid the sin of looking down on people. Come and see. How many people think of you just because you're a Christian, or if you're a Catholic, or if you're a pro-lifer? How many people automatically think of us as hateful people? Come and see, if they would only come and see. You know, it's interesting that when you when you see some of these people on the left with their radical, crazy ideas, with their hatred of of pro-lifers, with their hatred of Republicans. Have you ever seen any of these man on the street interviews where they're asked, well, do you know any Republicans? You have any friends who are Republicans? Have you ever spent time with them? Have you ever spent time with a pro-life person? Oh, no, 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 like they don't exist. Oh, and yet they have their strong opinions about us, don't they? You have any friends who are Christian believers? You have any friends who are practicing Catholics? Come and see. It's amazing how people form very strong and certain opinions about people or groups of people, and they've never encountered them in their lives. In 2021, the Holy Father wrote a message for World Communications Day. This is an annual observance by the church. Listen to what he said. He took took, uh, this line from the Gospel, and it's so, so important for our interaction with one another. Listen to what he says. The invitation to come and see, which was part of those first moving encounters of Jesus with the disciples, is also the method for all authentic human communication. In order to tell the truth of life that becomes history, it is necessary to move beyond the complacent attitude that we already know certain things. Instead, we need to go and see them for ourselves, to spend time with people, to listen to their stories, and to confront reality, which always, in some way, surprises us. Those are beautiful words. I love to quote these words. You know, I've quoted them just to give a personal reference. Uh, You know, uh, our ministry, Priests for Life, has been highly criticized. I myself have been highly criticized and uh, have many, many enemies out there. And the thing I've noticed about these enemies in their stupidity, because I have the stupidest enemies. It's not that I have the most. It's not that I have the worst. I do have the stupidest. They never come and see. They'll be very firm in their opinions. There's one priest, Father John, you'll know who you are, here on uh, here in Florida, on Merritt Island, said to uh, some people in his parish uh, recently, uh, oh no, oh, we can't have anything to do with priests for life. He's never been here. Some of the bishops that criticize it, they, they haven't darkened the doorstep. We've let them know that they're welcome to be here. They've never been here. They've never follow these words of the Pope. Let me read it again. We have to move beyond the complacent attitude that we already know certain things. Oh, we know they're bad. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Move beyond the complacent attitude that we already know certain things. Instead, go and see them for ourselves. Spend time with people. Listen to their stories and confront reality. The reality that the people you despise may not be as bad as you think. Mother Teresa I tell you the story about how when I was visiting with her in Calcutta back, uh, this goes back to 1994 and she brought me around to the different houses that her sisters operate there and one of them that housed the prostitutes and she picked up the blankets and with joy on her face, said, look how good these women are, how they made all these blankets. She knew that they were sinners. She didn't compromise her view of prostitution. But she didn't compromise her view of human dignity either. She saw the good in those people, and therefore she was able to draw it out and let the good in their lives overcome evil. This is how we are all to be. Don't freeze people in your mind with one or another view without coming to see. Now, sometimes we come and see and we realize that certain things are worse than we thought. This is why we keep trying to wake people up about movements like the, like the abortion industry. Here, it, it's when you come and see, you know, coming and seeing, you confront reality. Sometimes the reality is worse. You know from our programs and from our writings, things are way worse inside of legal abortion clinics than people think they are. Those women are being sexually abused. They're becoming victims of malpractice each and every day. It's horrifying what happens there. Women are being killed along with their babies. So sometimes the come and see reveals to us horrors that we had no idea. Look at the deep state, for example. Look at the Democrat Party. It's not prejudice when you actually do come and see and then you see the evil. We've got to expose the evil. But friends... Let's not miss those who are in fact good, and we're the ones who have blocked ourselves off from knowing that. Let me use the unborn here as another example. The, The worst form of prejudice and discrimination is abortion. And John Paul II mentions this in the Gospel of Life encyclical he says it's the most unjust form of discrimination when we look at the unborn and simply because of their age simply because of their location that is in the womb we despise them that's the that's the pro-abortion mindset it's like they're completely blocked out of reality don't even exist we despise them dr bernard nathanson whom i knew and if you know his story he was one of the founders one of the architects of the abortion movement he was running one of the world's largest uh, abortion facilities in New York. You know how he started to question abortion and ultimately became pro-life? Rejecting the very industry that he helped create? You know how that happened? Come and see, come and see the unborn. This verse of scripture was fulfilled in Dr. Nathanson's journey. He spent time, literally spent time with the unborn child. He interacted with the unborn child through the developing technology of ultrasound that he was using, and there, right before his eyes. In fact, he did an ultrasound of an abortion, and it became the film The Silent Scream. You can see all this on our website, by the way. Look at abortion.org that helped people to to realize that abortion was actually killing a baby. He didn't realize that until he spent time with the unborn and gradually, as he wrote, came to the conclusion that he was, in fact, presiding over the killing of human beings as he was presiding over abortions. There's such a terrible disconnect. So many who support abortion really do not realize that. They would be horrified to think that they're presiding over the killing of human beings. And you have another group, smaller, who know that and they just don't care. That's the scariest group. But you really have a lot of people who are just unaware. Come and see. He saw the humanity of these children. He saw their behavior. He realized these are are, are part of us. They share our humanity. Come and see. Come and see also the silent no more men and women. We have our silent no more campaign for a very simple purpose. When you listen to them, again, as the Pope says here, we need to go see for ourselves and listen to their stories. Listen to the stories, abortiontestimonies.com Listen to the stories of those who've had abortions, and then you can make the decision as to whether it's something good for women, good for society, helpful. To the people we're trying to stand up for. Come and see. Listen to their stories. This is a profound way, brothers and sisters, for all of us to help people encounter Jesus, find salvation, build a culture of life, and extend the kingdom of God. Let's pray. Lord, we are faced with a great challenge here today to overcome prejudice, racism, pro-choice mindset, despising of groups and ministries and people who have been unfairly spoken about or accused or slandered, come and see. Lord, enable people to overcome their prejudices. What good can come from Nazareth? Enable people to come and see. Remove the fear we have of encountering. May we be like Jesus who ate with the tax collectors and the sinners and gave them a chance to see him and to listen to his stories and to receive his offer of salvation. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to break through the false barriers that our culture puts between so many of us, the false barriers that can be broken just by an encounter. Bless those, Lord, who are lonely. Maybe they are isolated by their own prejudices. Free them. Send your spirit and free them. Bless families where there is strife and alienation of all kinds, parishes in which there is alienation between different factions, dioceses, the fractioning that takes place, the fracturing that occurs in our church these days, the divides within our nation, Lord, sometimes things are worse than we think, but a lot of times they're far better than we think if we would just come and see. Bless people, Lord God, who are unnecessarily alienated one from another. Bless people with honesty. Bless people with transparency. Bring peace. Bring peace to our nation and our world and our church. Lord God, bless those who need healing. Give guidance to those who need discernment. Give consolation to those who are in sorrow. Give all the glory back to you, Lord God, for those who experience success. And Father, bless our leaders, bless President Trump, bless those who are working for the good of America. That sadly, so many of our citizens have failed to conceive. They think they know who President Trump is, and they have never taken the time. So it is with so many people and so many leaders. Bless our leaders. Bless those who are running in these current elections, these upcoming elections of this year and of next. Give wisdom to the voters. Lord God, give eternal rest to all who have died. And now we pray, O Father, to you in the words our Savior gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Friends, thank you for joining me. Spread the word about these scriptures each day, and uh, people are going to get some good messages here. As you know, let's share that with as many as we can. And please consider supporting our work. Call our office, 321-500-1000, and ask how you can be of support, 321-500-1000 or you can donate online at ProLifeGift.org. That's ProLifeGift.org. We rely only on you. Thanks friends, we will talk to you soon. Hello, I'm Evangelist Alveda King. Our team at Priest for Life produces many books, pamphlets, audio and video presentations, and other resources to help you protect the unborn. I invite you today to visit our online store at ProLifeProducts.org and see the many helpful resources you can get for yourself, your pro-life group, and your church. God bless you. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.